Welcome to the place where midlife flyness resides. We aren't new to this. Uh, we're true to this. So I have a few things that I'd like for you to do. One of them's a question. The other one is a favor. So I'll start with the favor. Please rate, subscribe, and review this podcast so everyone can know just how fly we are, boo. And I would also like for you to send me your questions or birthdays if you got them coming up at k-e-n-d-r-a at w-o-f-l-y-a-u-n-t-y dot com. Hey girl, grab your headphones. You know I'm not that friend that you can have on the speakerphone. <laughs> this is the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast, and I am Kendra, also known as Yo Fly Auntie. This is a space for the grown folks. So sit back, relax, and get ready for takeoff, baby, because we are about to be fly. It ain't about a midlife crisis, but it's all about midlife flyness. Let's go. Hey, girl. What's going on? What's popping? What's popping? What's popping? Welcome. Come on in. Grab a seat. Grab your cup. Have a seat. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. What's going on with you? Are you having a good day? I certainly hope so. Welcome to the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast. It is me, Kendra. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. Woo. Look, we made it to Thursday. Yes. Yes. Lord, we made it to Thursday. I am doing well. I hope that you are doing well as well. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All the good stuff and all the good things. Uh, Did you catch anything on TV over the weekend this past week? Did you all watch Wendy Williams? That was some good mess, wasn't it? (laughs) You know, I appreciate Wendy coming on out and and, uh, telling her side of the story because, you know, when you know better, you do better. I know a lot of y'all like, I am not giving Wendy Williams no damn pass. Okay. Hear me out, sis. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. I ain't no huge fan of spreading other people's business and all of that stuff either. But um, Wendy put it all out there on the table. And with her husband having the baby and her and her drug issues over the years and having to, you know, I can't imagine what it was like for Wendy, especially back in the, you know, prime of hip hop to be a woman in any business is always difficult. So I ain't giving Wendy no pass. I know y'all, a lot of y'all are side eyeing your, your phone <laughs> Looking at your car like, girl, I am not giving Wendy shit. But um, that's, you know, I think Wendy was really the only one doing the like hip hop gossip entertainment on that scale. And to a certain level, she is still and the mother of uh, Housewives of Atlanta and all Housewife girls. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. And, and Potomac and everything else. The whole shock jock of Howard Stern and all the boys and Don Imus and and all the people who were, <laughs> I don't think that's how Don Imus would have sp- spelled his name, but I remember nappy headed hoes. I remember mm-hmm. for those of us who was like, okay, Don, don't let me ever meet you in person. But same with, Whit- with Whitney, not Whitney, but Wendy and Whitney did have beef and she did address that beef on the show and on the uh, movie. And, um, 
I, th- I just, you know, for transparency and honesty and growth and all of those things is, of course, it was for entertainment. And of course, money is involved. But the mess of it all. Oh, my gosh. Especially in our midlife range and all of you, all of my nieces and nephews, nieces that's listening right now. Listen, when somebody shows you who the fuck they are very early on, <clears throat> Kevin, um, believe them, believe them. And it, it again goes back to like last season's episode, like with, you know, the power. No, 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 uh, uh-uh, no, no, no. And you need some no, no, no people around you. Sometimes folks will slide up next to you is trying to you know get in your ear and getting your good graces and feel like they're there to protect you especially at a time when you need or feel as though you need protection beyond your your god your ancestors your prayers your meditation your brain <laughs> your uh intuition sometimes we feel as though you know the things that we naturally have are not enough and, and sometimes it's not but you gotta be real 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 did you hear me real careful (laughs) about who you let into your circle, into your life. And I had a conversation with a a good girlfriend the other day and she's getting married a little bit later in life. God bless. And she said that, you know, at first she was like, oh my gosh, I, I can't believe I'm getting married for the first time at, you know, this age. And I'm like, girl, this is a great age to get married because you know what you will tolerate and what the fuck you won't tolerate. Ain't that the truth? That's the truth. That is the truth. But yeah, Kevin and the baby and Wendy and all of that seems like a very, very hot ass mess. But guess what about other people's messes? You don't have to learn for yourself. They learn the hard way. So you don't have to. I've done that as well. I am sure that you have too. I am certain that you have uh, too. Yeah, so it was good. It was good. That was the only thing that I actually watched. Um, I've been reading Cecily Tyson's book, Amazing. I've been reading a book called 400 Souls, which is it's kind of a take on Nicole Hannah-Jones' 1619 Project. And it has 400 stories of the transatlantic slave mass murdering and the systematic oppression of indigenous people, black people, just the, you know, capitalism, just on capitalism on top of capitalism. And, you know, I think that seeing the fuckery that's going on now and how this country was built on stolen everything and to look around and see so many people want to be aggrieved about shit. And you're like, why are you complaining? (laughs) <laughs> y'all remember during the um the protest during george floyd god was that i want to i don't know the sister's name i'm gonna look it up and i put it in the notes because i'm pretty sure she wrote a book but she said y'all are lucky that all we want is equality and not to burn this motherfucker down a vibe a real vibe <laughs> It's like a real, real vibe. So I know a lot of us are feeling tense and tight and all that stuff. And we're going to let that go. We're going to have some fun today and all of that good, good stuff. You know how we do around these parts. But before we start all of that, you know what I'm asking? What's in your cup? What's in your cup? It's uh, we're heading into Valentine's weekend, the season of love. That's what they tell us. But guess what? Around here, we love ourselves a 
all the what time yes we do yes we do so in our cup we could have some water in our cup we could have some love in our cup we can have some self-acceptance in our cup we could have so many things the cup is just a physical manifestation of you what's in your vessel today sis what are you putting in there to make your life better what am I putting in mind forgiveness I am working on forgiveness a lot. A lot of my forgiveness is forgiveness of self. Isn't that something? As I as I get on into this half century of life, I'll tell you every episode how fucking excited I am about turning 50. But uh, it is important in order for me to go forward, for me to put in my cup forgiveness. Forgiveness for myself, forgiveness for others, and sometimes that forgiveness is 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 mixed with a little vodka. V is not for Valentine's Day. It is for vodka. <laughs> I feel like saying stop. It's the me remix. No, how'd it go? Stop. It's the motherfucking remix. Hey. I guess the great thing about doing stuff yourself is you can make up your own thing every week. <laughs> You know what time it is. It's time for the remix, baby, where we honor somebody who is showing us how to do what? Midlife lightness, redefining, remixing, and doing life her own, own way. Yes. Yeah, every week I think I'm going to come up with a new, a new old school remix. This was supposed to be Lil John, but I didn't, I didn't quite hit it right. <laughs> you remember Lil John? Stop. It's the motherfucking remix. That was just that was for me and for you. I know you're laughing. <laughs> but this week we are going to talk about an amazing, amazing woman who decided that she was going to continue her education. Come what may, come what several children, come what marriage, come what life, come on. Started out from a long, long time ago and now she here. See, there go another remix for you. There go another one. <laughs> what are we talking about this week? Well, this week we are talking about Mary Audfred. Mary Oddfred of New Orleans, Louisiana. I don't know how to say that baby. I don't know how to say the baby. I know y'all gonna get me. <laughs> but she is from Louisiana and she wanted to go back to law school. You know, the whole life thing. Parenting and taking care of everyone else and working and all of those things. And she still had that dream in her heart. And you know, I have quoted Lovey on about this a lot. She says to chase that rabbit because it's long as you still have that desire in your heart to chase something that means that you have to follow it it may lead you down some loops and over some rivers and through the woods baby (laughs) but it's your dream it's been placed inside of you for you to do exactly what it is that you're supposed to do before we even get to Mary someone told me this before that you you that's listening to me right now, you have been assigned a certain amount of people that are going to follow you and listen to you and do what you are doing by just leading by example. You can touch people that I can't touch. And so it is important to me that we continue to elevate people in whatever realm that they are in, especially in the midlife flyness category because it is so very sad that we don't get to see as many people 
doing things in midlife as we know are doing it, right? This whole repurposing, reimagining, remixing. So that is what Mary did. And so at 40 years old, she decided she was going to go for it. She was going to chase her rabbit. She was going to find her passion, follow her dream, right? Went back to law school at 40, graduated from Loyola University Law School. Now that's a, that's a highfalutin school, honey. That don't sound like it's easy. And she graduated at 44 years old. Huh, how about that? It's never too late. It's never ever too late. There's never a good time to start. There's never enough money. There's never enough. There's never enough. I want to give this to you. It's not what you haven't, it's not what you you haven't done. It's what you haven't done yet. It's not what you have not done. It's just what you haven't done yet. And as long as you are still here, pressing forward, sis, you can do this shit. You can do it. You can absolutely do it. So Mary and all of the Marys, my name is Mary today too. How about that? I ain't Kendra, I'm Mary. I am just like you, remixing it, repurposing it, redoing the damn thing, and certainly, certainly worthy of this week's remix. Yes. Congratulations to us. <laughs> so what's the popping topic? Mm. I don't know. I got a good one for you today. It's about what's in your DNA. Like Kendrick said, I got royalty loyalty in my DNA. This month is February, and February is all cancers, all types of cancer awareness month. And in this month um, of February, I am blessed and honored to be nominated for the the Woman of the Year of the Upstate Lymphoma and Leukemia, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And the reason that they picked me to be an honoree is because I often speak of, y'all know who, my mama, Brenda Jean, Brenda Jean. And my mother was a cancer survivor. She survived uh, leukemia, I'm sorry, lymphoma. She survived large B-cell lymphoma once and she kicked its ass once and it came back again twice and she kicked its ass again. But in her victory, she was called home to be with the Lord. So, you know, it's still a victory, right? And so I speak of my mother as though uh, she is still here because of course she is and the influence that she has on me to this day. And so with being honored by being able to talk about lymphoma and leukemia and blood cancers, I wanted to share a little bit with you about how those cancers affect our community, which of course we are disproportionately affected by for so many reasons, but we all are very aware of the institutional racism that is a part of medicine. I am a graduate of Tuskegee University, and we are all aware of the Tuskegee University or the Tuskegee Institute syphilis experiment. But I think where people often kind of mix it up was it wasn't that they just gave the uh, men the wrong medicine. <laughs> they denied them any medicine in order to watch what the effects of syphilis would be on people. 
humans, black humans, black men. So the the distrust from that, the distrust from the forced um, sterilization of so many women up until recently, and you can look that up. I'll link that in the show notes. Um, there's a, a huge distrust uh, in the within the black community about the medical community and justifiably so they've earned that shit they've earned it they've earned it fortunately there are lots of people who are working to try to earn that trust back but you know with with the, with trust you know how that goes right it's it's easy to break it it's hard to build it it's easy to break and so that will be an ongoing conversation right but also what we have in our blood what do we have as i started royalty and loyalty in our dna that is from king kendrick kendrick lamar told y'all i'm a hip-hop head i also love all kinds of music but hip-hop just kind of stays with you for that maximum punch when you just gotta just get some stuff out there right so as i am thinking of my mother and all that she gave to me her legacy is far beyond her transition and that is what I want to share with you all today. The amazingness of what you have in your DNA. February is also Black History Month. Of course, we know that. And a lot of times the history that is concentrated on is the history of what we have overcome, which is huge. But very often we don't celebrate the inheritance that was given to us of joy, hard work, discipline, love, family, communal environments, sisterhood, aunties, right? The whole auntie thing. It's not the aunt like Aunt Jemima that we thank her, but that is the image of the, the happy black lady who is glad to take care of other people. But the aunt... The aunt, the auntie, the anus, the anus for my, my Oklahomans and Southwest folks. The aunt, A-U-N-T, the aunt, A-U-N-T-Y, auntie, the aunt, A-U-N-T-I-E, auntie. The beautiful things that come from our progress together are things that are often overlooked about our DNA and our history, in our triumphantness, right? So, quick story, because of course, there's always a story. <laughs> and this is a story of one that I think that we can all relate to. My great-grandmother, my great-grandmother's name was Evangeline. They called her Vangie. Mm-hmm. Van, for the people who knew her well. And her neighbor was Mrs. Grace. And Mrs. Grace and my great-grandma, Van, they were neighbors for years and years and years, right? Uh, my grandmother lived to all, my great-grandma was almost lived to be 100 years old. And once they were both older women, you know what happened? Not what has to happen now because so many of us have to work and we can't be there to take care of our family the way that we would like to. But they were brought into my grandma's house, both my my great grandma and her next door neighbor, Miss Grace, who was like an aunt to our family, right? Taken in and, and taken care of. That is our history. 
that is our legacy. That is the beauty of black women. That is the royalty. That is the essence. That is the amazingness of us. The awesomeness and awe, awesomeness of us is that in our DNA is the struggle. In our DNA is the triumph. In our DNA is that next chapter because those crowns, baby, (laughs) they've already been bought and paid for. Put it on, pick it up. And if you see somebody else drop there, say, sis, come back here. Give me, come here. You don't even need to build down. I'll I'll reach up. I'm going to put your crown back on. It might be tilted. It might wobble, but it don't need to fall down. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what we do for each other. So as I celebrate my mom and all that she's given to me, your mama and all that she gave to you, good. And the things that you still have to work on. All of it makes you who you are. So you can do just like Mary from the remix and continue to chase that rabbit. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Hold up. I can't let you leave without something to take home. Let me get you some aluminum foil. So I'm giving you something to take home this week that is straight out of my kitchen. Straight, hot, fresh, hot, fresh, ready, covered, and smothered. I'm a southern girl. Come on, Waffle House. <laughs> Ooh, good late night food, huh? Ooh, them college days at the Waffle House. Well, in Tuskegee, we didn't have a Waffle House. We had a, a place called the, the Chicken Coop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the grease was probably like 50 years old. And I promise you, best chicken ever. Best, best, best chicken ever. But this take-home bag is really one that I think that it's the overarching narrative of this whole space that we are being here together in in the, the flyness of it all. is investing in yourself. Invest in yourself in time. Invest in yourself with money. Invest in yourself with learning things, right? Uh, even if it's just Googling something every day to keep yourself fresh and to keep your brain sharp and exercising invest in your mind body and soul i am speaking to you right now through my microphone headset and computer none of which i had at the beginning of 2020 what do i mean (laughs) the investment in myself came in the form of Applying for things, applying myself, applying for scholarships, applying my energy, applying my creativity, applying everything that I wanted to create what I wanted to see, what I wanted to hear, what I wanted to be along and be a part of, right? Investing in myself has led me to be able to create a podcast from my home. With no one's help, I do the audio, I create the music, I do the mastering, the mixing, the wind-downs, the in-betweens, the taking all of the background noise out. I do all of those things because I invested in myself to learn how to do them. I have been blessed with many opportunities, but opportunities mean nothing if you don't work. So investing in yourself is far more than just saying, I'm going to put some money on my own books. Investing in yourself means giving yourself time to recuperate. Investing in yourself 
means giving yourself time to manifest those things. Investing in yourself is a broad range of things, but more than anything, just what? Like Michael Jordan, just like Nike, just do it. Just do the damn thing right back where we started. Give yourself permission to write your own damn permission slip. Create the life you want. My love, it's out there for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, boo, for spending time with me today. This is Kendra, the Yo Fly Auntie podcast. I have so much fun when we get the chance to hang out. Don't forget to send me a shout out at K-E-N-D-R-A at YoFlyAunty.com. Have an amazing, amazing, amazing day. (laughs) Bye-bye.